It is good to be here. It's Christmas time. Christmas time is the greatest time of the year. We get to slow down a little. We get to eat a whole lot of food, catch up with friends. Who are you bringing to Christmas service? Who are you? People go to church two times in the year, Christmas and Easter. If they're not regulars, who are you bringing to church? Who have you been praying for? Who are you thinking about? Because you know where God says, I'll build the church and the gates of hell won't prevail against it? He had you in mind. He wanted you on the team. He wanted you to be a part of that process of seeing the miracle of a salvation of somebody's life. So help your pastors out this Christmas. Just jam this place out. Every single seat, standing room only. Get people in the house of God. If you get people here, God will do the rest. Your pastors, they're anointed to get people saved and preach the word, do all that kind of stuff. If you get people into the house, that's all you have to do. Get your neighbors, get your friends, get your work colleagues, get your enemies. I don't care who you get, get people to church, and God will do the rest. Amen? Fantastic. It is always good to be back here. See Mick Sabat, Scotty, my good mate over here that I used to pray for, now he prays for everybody and they get healed. I actually, do you know the funny thing? I, I rang Brett up. Did I ring you or I just messaged you? I don't know what we did. We were talking anyway. And I said, mate, you're getting miracles Ever? I just love miracles. I love the power of God. I love seeing people transformed by the touch and presence of God in their life. I rang him. I said, dude, you're getting people saved and healed, and it's unbelievable. Send me your notes. He goes, what do you mean? I said, send me your notes. I just want to see them. I want to read them. I want to... He goes, they're your notes. I said, what are you talking about? I taught at Bible college for a few years out here. And anyway, we're on, we're on to a good thing. People are getting healed. People are going to get healed tonight. People are going to get touched by God. You can't enter into the presence of God and not get touched by God. If you open yourself up, if you just say, God, defense is down. If you come to church expecting something, something will happen because God is God and he doesn't change. The Bible says, I'm the Lord, I do not change. And if he healed back then, he heals today. If there was miracles then, there's miracles today. If there's breakthrough, God is God. So something can happen in your world tonight that changes everything. Amen? And I, I, love, uh, I love just the theme that crowns the year with goodness. Psalm 65. It's just a phenomenal piece of scripture. So uh, why don't we come around the word tonight? Amen? Crowns our year with goodness. I actually, I know we're, we're focusing on verse 11, but I, I want to read the whole psalm, if that's okay. Because it's just a powerful, powerful piece of scripture. It says, praise awaits you, O God, in Zion. To you our vows will be fulfilled, you who answer prayer. Do you realize our God answers prayers? The prayers of your heart, the desires of your heart, if you will offer them up to God, he will answer those prayers. James says in James 4 and 2, you have not because you ask not. Sometimes we've got wishes, we've got wants, we've got desires, we've got things on the inside that haven't yet been verbalized. But this is saying that you who answers prayers. Can I encourage you, as, you, as we come to the end of this year, open wide your mouth. Start telling God the desires of your heart, those things, the, the deepest desires of your heart. Start declaring them, start releasing them, start, start putting them out there by faith so that God can take a hold of them, answer them, and return them to you. Uh, to you, all people will come. When we were overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. So our God hears our prayers, answers our prayers, and he heals and he forgives our transgressions. Blessed are those you chose to bring near and live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. 
I love that. You can come to the house of God empty, dry, worn out, and you can be filled. Filled, filled and refreshed, filled with peace, filled with joy, filled with wisdom from heaven. God is a God that doesn't withhold. I love what Melissa said. I'm a simple guy myself, but the principles of God work. When God says something, can we do it? There is a result that happens. There is something that takes place because God is faithful. Are you with me tonight? All right, all right. You answer us with awesome and righteous deeds. God, our Savior, the hope of all. God, our Savior, the hope of all. That word that Pastor Hartley had tonight, hope. Hope is the anchor of our soul. It ties us to our future. And our future is in God. It's in Him. So if you're in Him, we have a future. And there's hope in that future. Um, to the ends of the earth, the Father sees, who formed the mountains by your power, having armed yourself with strength, who stilled the roaring seas, the roaring of the waves, and the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You, en you enrich it abundantly. Wherever God is, there's enrichment and abundance. He, he takes things that aren't and makes them into things that are. He takes things that are hopeless and he brings hope. He takes things that are formless and he brings form and he abundantly blesses those things. That's you and me. Our lives are enriched. They're, they're abounding because of God, because he's with us and he's for us and he's calling us forward to yeah. a glorious future. Um, the streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain, for you have ordained it so. You drench its furrows and, and level its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crop. Verse 11, you crown the year with your bounty. Another version says, you crown the year with your goodness and your carts overflow with abundance. I love that. Your year is crowned of God. Your life is crowned of God. As we, as we come to the end of one year and we're about to start off into a brand new year, let me declare, let me prophesy right now, 2016 can be the greatest year of your life. Yeah. Crowned of God, touched of heaven, blessed and abundant, enriched because God calls it so. Goes on to say, the grasslands of the wilderness overflow, the hills are clothed with gladness, the meadows are covered with flocks, the valleys are mantled with grain, they shout for joy and sing. Every single one of us should have a, a shout of joy on the inside of us because God is good. And like Hartley's, if, if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for my life, there is nothing, no, no demon in hell, no, no accusation of man that can come against me, stop me moving forward in life, joy-filled, with vision in my eyes, achieving all that God's called me and purposed me to do. Verse 11, you crown the year with your goodness and the paths dripped with abundance. I love that. As I read that earlier today, I realized that according to verse 11, if we commit our year or our lives to God, he covers it with goodness. So when we commit ourselves to God, when we commit ourselves to, to his, his authority in our life, we are covered with goodness. You know, Psalm 91, it says, those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Those who dwell shall the dwelling's a choice, the abiding's an invitation. When we, when we choose to submit our will and our desires and our lives to God, He covers us with His goodness. And in His goodness, there is no lack. In His goodness, there is nothing withheld. All of heaven is released towards us. And then I, I, as it goes on, it says, when we walk along His paths or in His plans, there is an abundance for us. I love this. All I have to do is submit my life and walk in God's ways, and I will walk blessed every day of my life. What an awesome picture. 
God crowns us. It's not man that crowns us. Your title, your, your blessing, your favor, your, it's not from man. It's from God. So if it's from God, no man can take it. No man can stop it. We can, we can walk blessed and abundant just because God says so. Just because he crowns us with goodness. So I, I was thinking it doesn't matter what's going on around you, how many enemies you have against you, people who don't like you, God has crowned you. And it's a mental bit we have to have that God has crowned me. Christian McCudden is blessed. I'm crowned. I'm called. I'm favored. God is, and he's for you here tonight. And I want to encourage somebody. Don't disqualify yourself from God's goodness. Don't think there's not, a, there is enough for everybody. There is a, it, it doesn't run out. It doesn't run dry. It doesn't, God is for you. Don't disqualify yourself. If you've got mindset, if you've got thoughts that it's, it's, it's for them, but it's not for me. I could never have that. I could never walk in the breakthrough. I could never be blessed. I could never have whatever it is. Just break that thing tonight. Break that thought. I am blessed of heaven. Let me tell you what 1 Peter says in chapter 2, verse 9. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal pro, a priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into wonderful light. Once you were not a people but now you are the people. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. Why? Because God says so. In other words, once you didn't have an identity, but now you do. You are the king's kids. You are royalty. Not because of anything you've done, because he says so. I, but that, that, that hit me so much this afternoon. Once you were not a people, we were dispersed. We had no commonality. We had no voice. We had no authority. But now you are the people. The Bible says in the last days, the, the house of the Lord will come chief amongst the mountains. We have to realize that we are the people. We are the people to bring light into the world. We are the people to bring love into the world. We are the people to make a difference through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. We can do it. Together, unified, in one voice, one vision. We are that people. It's not for somebody else. It's not for another generation. It's for right now. We are that people. We, our years have been crowned with goodness. Our life overflows with the goodness of God. We need to just release it to other people and be a blessing where we're found. Amen? Leon? As I was thinking about this message, I was just thinking about one of the great Bible characters and, and just looking at their life going, no matter what they walked through, their, their years were crowned with goodness. It didn't matter what circumstance they faced, their years were crowned with goodness. And that's Joseph. He was a dreamer. Joseph was a dreamer. He, he was always dreaming. But as a, as a result of his dreams, he was loved but hated. Favored on one hand, hated on the other. And, and I just wrote a few things down. He was thrown in a pit, sold into slavery. He rose to prominence serving under Potiphar. He was falsely accused of rape, thrown into a prison. He rose to run the jail. He interpreted some dreams, sat in a pit, just for many years, forgotten. He, he interprets Pharaoh's dream, and then he becomes the prime minister of Egypt. Nothing could hold him back. Nothing could hold him down. He was like a cork that just kept popping to the surface. What, what was it about this man that when he should have been sour, he was sweet? When he should have had an attitude, he was, he was just gracious. When he, when he should have had frustration and he should have you know, wanted to kill people, he just wanted to help people. What was it? He was crowned with goodness. God was on him. God was in him. God was for him. He's on us. He's in us. He's for us. That's us. That, that, that's a, a picture of us. 
and how we can live in God. Amen? You know, but, but what does it mean? What does it mean to have our year crowned with goodness? I looked up the definition of to crown, to crown something. It says, ceremony place a crown on the head of someone in order to invest them as a monarch. To, to, God has placed a crown on our heads. He says, you are mine. You are my children. You are my family. You are, you are part of the monarch. You are part of uh, the kingdom. And, and in placing my crown upon your head, I'm placing authority upon your head. I, I'm placing title upon your head. We should stand strong. We, should, you know, we, we shouldn't walk around feeling inferior or feeling like, I'm a Christian. No, we are. We are that people. We are Christians. We are called of God. We are touched of heaven. We've been given the Holy Spirit. I love what it says. There is power in the name of Jesus. You know, um, Philippians 2 says, because he was obedient even unto death, God raised him up and gave him a name which is above every other name that at the name of Jesus... Every knee will bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. We should be walking around with that name on our lips. It's not in my strength. It's not in my ability. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that things happen. And just this year, I've been traveling all over the place and just seeing miracle after miracle. I was in the Philippines and I prayed for a lady deaf from birth. Her ear opened on the spot. I prayed for another lady that had a stroke and she was paralyzed on one whole side of her body. Instantly, she got healed. Three weeks ago, I was in New Zealand, and I got a word for a lady. She was sitting over to my left, and I, I could tell she was pregnant, but I knew nothing else. I didn't know who she was. I, you may have already even told the story. Phenomenal. I prayed, for, and I just got a word. I said, I, I feel like the, the devil has come against you to take you out. But what the devil means for evil, God is turning around. You're about to walk into a miracle. What I didn't realize is, at 16 weeks, her waters had ruptured. She had no amniotic fluid left in her belly. Uh, and the doctors, the specialists had said, you must terminate. The baby's going to die anyway. You must terminate the baby because now it's going to affect you. And this is like two weeks later, she comes to church. She refuses, you know, that advice. She said, I'm believing God. I get, a, I get a call a week later. She's been to every specialist. They say it is a miracle of God. Her, the sack, an impossibility, has reformed and refilled with fluid. The baby, baby is forming perfectly in her womb. Come on, that, that's our God. That's the name of Jesus. That's the authority that we live under and we operate. Why? Because our year is crowned with goodness. And can I say this? 2012 may have been all right. 2013 may have just been tough and ugly. 2014 may have been much the same. I am declaring 2016 can be the greatest year of your life. You can, what is the vision that you hold on the inside of you? Give that thing wings. Act in faith. Step out into it. Just believe that God will carry you, that he will make the paths straight before you, that he, that he will take those valleys and lift them high, and he will give you wings to, to fly through 2016. I'm believing for miracles in 2016. I'm believing for breakthrough in 2016, personally and for our church and for our friends, for the kingdom. I'm believing that God is going to move supernaturally upon people's lives, and I'm just getting excited. You know, I, I, I want to put a rocket under people just to get them excited, to say, this is Jesus Christ, the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He, God spoke and created the heavens and the earth. I'm going to get excited about it. I'm going to step out into it. I'm going to make a fool of myself for Jesus in 2016 because I want to see more of God. I want to see more of the touch of God upon people's lives so they enter into transformation and they see and experience the goodness of God, the goodness of God in their life. Amen. So if you're crowned, then you're endorsed, you're authorized, and you're empowered to win in life. 
That's who you are. If you carry that crown upon your head, if you, if you make Jesus Christ the Lord, of, the Lord of your life, you're endorsed, you're authorized, and you're empowered to win in the life that he has called you to. And I feel like, I just need to say it again, don't disqualify yourself. Don't think that's not you. Don't think it can't be you. It is you. I'm telling each and every person here tonight, you are crowned with the goodness of God. Your paths can drip with abundance. There can be peace in your soul, joy in your spirit, and you can see God move powerfully in your world. You know, I love it. In Psalm 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. There's restoration in the house tonight for people's souls. If you're feeling dry, you're feeling worn out, you're feeling like, I can't go another round. I can't do another year. I Great that it's crowned with goodness, but I, I'm not feeling it. I'm telling you, there is restoration for your soul in the house of God. If you will come to Jesus, if you will just go, God, I got nothing. That's what God works with. God works with people that just say, man, I, I got nothing, but I need you, and I've got a reliance on you. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. I love this. Surely, I'm spitting everywhere, my gosh. <laughs> Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely, goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and, I'm, I'm telling you, there is an abundance of goodness and mercy available in the house of God for each and every one of you. And I'm telling you, I need, I need the goodness of God upon my life. I need his mercy upon my life daily. And, I, and I'm, you know, we're, we're living a dream. We, we move from Sydney. We live in Noosa. We're building a church. It's, it's tough. It's gnarly. It's full on. And it is awesome. Because we just know it's where God has us. It's, it's, we, it's where God is making us effective. It's where God is, is allowing us to be used as one of his instruments to see men and women come into the kingdom of God. And I feel like tonight God is calling some of you to step up into service in the house, to run a connect group, to help with a care center, to whatever it is. It may be just to bring finance into the house. I feel like God is, it's, it's time for the church to rise. It's time for you to rise in the strength that God has given you. He's calling you forward in goodness, but I want to encourage you to stand up in the authority you have as a crowned Christian, as a, as a member of the family, as a member of the royal priest. I want to encourage you to stand. What is it that's upon you? What are you anointed for? Use that in the house of God. Use that in the community to glorify God. Amen? You know, Psalm 34 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. It's awesome. Let me tell you this, there's, there's the crowning of God upon our lives, but there's also the attack of the enemy upon, upon our lives. And they're in stark contrast to each other. John 10.10 says, the devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, yet I have come that you may have life, life more abundantly. Can I encourage you again, as we come to the end of one year, may have been a good year, may have been a crappy year, I don't know what it is, but as we come to enter into a brand new year, can I encourage you, stand Stand in faith, stand firm, stand strong. The enemy, enemy might be lying about you, about your future, even about your present. But I'm telling you, right, right now you can step into the goodness of God. Right now you can experience the blessing of heaven upon you. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait till next year. The devil is a liar and a thief. Right now you can enter into the blessing of heaven that God has for you. 
It says here in uh, 1 Peter 5, it says, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. I love that. Cast your care upon him, because he cares for you. We're going to pray in a minute, because I know that's what we're doing, miracles tonight. Fantastic. I, I saw, see, it's funny, because I saw a photo this morning. I sent an Instagram of, of the screen that was up there. It was miracle service. Oh, fantastic. Let's go. Let's go, Lord. Miracles. I, no, I, I truly am believing for miracles tonight. Does anybody need the touch of God upon their life? Anybody need God intervention in their world? I do. Every day. I, I, just, I just need it. And I'm believing for that tonight. I'm believing for people that are feeling worn out, tired, and that they, they can't believe. And I just want to stand in agreement with Hartley that, that there is hope for people here tonight. There is hope for your today. There is hope for your future. There is a hope beyond the circumstance that you find yourself in. Amen. Uh, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. When we stand fast in faith, he can't devour us. He can't touch us. He's, he, he can lie, but that's it. And I'm going to finish with this, and then we'll pray. Is that all right? I might get the band back up. In 2 Corinthians 6, it says, For he says, In the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. You are favored of heaven today. You just have to position yourself like royalty. What, what, what does a king do? Sits and presides. There's no worry. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's no apprehension. Whatever he says happens. Whatever he wants to do, he does. And I feel like the word of you tonight for the church is that sit in the seat of authority that I've given you over your life, over your circumstances, over your emotions. See, some of us are swayed to the right and to the left by our emotions. And, and the devil doesn't have to lie to us because we lie to ourselves. And we think the worst and we get anxious and nervous about what might happen. And it's an irrational fear because it, it, it may never even happen. But I'm worried about the, the fact that it could happen. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. But in all things through prayer and supplication, present your requests to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Pastor Hartley was talking about being in him. That it's, it's when we're in him that we're in faith. And when we're in faith, there's an assurance that he's for us. And therefore, who can be against us? Why don't we just take a moment? Why don't we close our eyes? Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that your word is truth. That it, it brings life. It brings light. God, apart from you, we can do nothing. But in you, all things are possible. Father, we thank you right now for miracles from heaven. We thank you, Lord God, for the touch of heaven in this meeting tonight. God, my prayer is that you would meet with your people. You'll meet them at their place of faith. You'll meet them at their place of expectation that tonight lives will be transformed in Jesus' name. Lord God, have your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I've just, I, I got a few words of knowledge before we came tonight, things that I want to pray for. And I, can I just encourage you, if I call something out and it's you, or you think it's you, or it was you yesterday, or this, what? No, I'm just joking. Just come forward. Come forward in faith tonight. Come forward in expectation, believing that God can. I, I've, I've just recently, in, in recent years, just pulled people out of wheelchairs and they've started walking. 
I prayed for people with cancer and they got healed. Now, I've got nothing but Jesus. But Jesus is all I've needed. And so when he speaks to me, you know, I, I write things down and, and then I just call those things out. And I, I, I remember, I may have even shared it here once before, I was in Ballina. And I got up to preach and God said, say that there's somebody that's got a chemical imbalance of the brain and they've tried to commit suicide twice this month. I was like, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'll, I'll tell people they're awesome, they look good, that God is here right now. I'm not saying that. And I did. I said, there's somebody here with a chemical imbalance in your brain. You've tried to commit suicide twice this month. Come forward. And a gentleman from the back row stood up, walked straight down the middle aisle and held his hands like this. Both wrists were bandaged. The day before, he tried to slit his wrists for the second time that month. He got healed. He got touched by God, set free. He's now their worship leader. God can do anything. Will you let God touch you tonight? Because most people come to church for certain reasons, but if you came here hurting, if you came here feeling low, if you came here with a need in your life, don't hold on to it. The Bible says, cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. So why don't we, why don't we just pray for a few things tonight? I felt like there's somebody here with, a, with an issue in your wrist. God wants to heal you tonight. Who is that? Thank you, Lord. I'm going to call a few of these out. And there's, please just come forward. Um, somebody that's, you get regular throat infections. Thank you, Lord. Why don't we just pray? Let's just take a moment just to pray. Lord, we love you. We bless you. Be here tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody here with a spinal condition. Feel like it's in the middle of your back. Painful, hard to bend over. It aches when you sit for a long period of time. Thank you, Lord. I regularly leave meetings and people come up to me and say, yeah, that was me. Would you pray for me now? And I will, I always will. But I'd rather do it right now. I feel, I feel like God is here. Let me say this, if you, have, if you have pain in your body right now, would you come forward and let me pray for you? I, I, can, I can sense the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I know we're in a moment, I know Pastor Hartley has announced this as a, a service where we're gonna see things happen and God is good like that. When you create space for God, God fills that space. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I tell you what, right where you sit, wherever you are tonight, if you have needs in your world, would you just lift them up to God? Would you offer them up to God tonight so He can take them and do something with them? Because as we heard in the beginning of Psalm 65, God hears our prayers and He answers our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Can I ask if you've got pain in your body? Okay. 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 It's okay. Let, let, let me pray for you. I believe that the peace of God is, yeah, the peace of God is going to come upon you. Yep. Can I, can I suggest this to you? Jesus loves you so much more than anything you've ever been through. And he wants to bring that peace. The reason God sent his son was to heal up that hurt, to put those broken pieces back together, and that you could find it on the inside of yourself to forgive for the past and look forward to the future in hope. That's what Pastor Hartley was prophesying before. 
there is hope. That word was for you tonight. There is hope for you and your future. Let me say this. Can we just close our eyes all across the building? Is that okay? I just feel like right now in this moment, would you just close your eyes, ma'am? I would just like to put out this invitation for anybody here who may never have asked Jesus Christ into their life. He is the God of hope. He is a God of peace. He is a God of joy. He's a God that sets us free from our past and releases us into our future that He's paid for. So I'm going to pray with this lady in a moment, but I'd, I'd like to pray with anybody else here tonight to say, yeah, you know what? I want Jesus Christ in my life. I need, I need a fresh start. I want a new start. I want, to, I want to walk lighter. I don't want to have to carry the burdens, the hurts, the things that I'm carrying right now while every head's bowed, every eye's closed. If you're here tonight and you're saying that, I'm not going to make a big deal of this, but I would love to pray for you tonight. I don't know of a greater time, Christmas time, to ask Jesus Christ into your life. So while we're out, nobody's looking around. If that's you, would you just lift your hand and say, Christian, just pray for me tonight. Just pray for me. Just lead me in a prayer that, that has Jesus come into my life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. And I might, I might just ask everybody across the hall, would you just pray this prayer with me tonight? Just say, Jesus, I give you my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I thank you. You wash my sins away. You've washed my past away. And I can walk in you in you. Father, fill me by your spirit. Carry me into the future that you purchased for with your blood. I thank you tonight, Lord, that I am saved. I believe you heal me and set me free. In Jesus' name. Lord, touch this woman right now. Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, set her free. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I tell you what, why don't we just start to worship and I'm going to pray for some things and, and pray for these people. If you want to stand, if you want to sit, whatever you want to do, why don't we just worship God in the next five minutes? Amen. Thank you, Lord. You got pain in your body. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I will be still and know you are Holy you remain. Thank you, Lord. Just lift your hands, my God. Oh, my God, right now, the power of heaven. Lord I God. place in your hands. In Jesus' name. The soul of the finds a home. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Oh, 
Jesus Christ.